Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 12 Days of Podmas of Built Like This podcast. I am your host, Maxine, and thank you so much for tuning in. Let's just jump right into these topics. First of all, this Christian Keys actor. Some of you guys may be familiar with him because his face, you've probably seen his face in a lot of movies, like particularly black movies, I would say, or black um, dominant cast movies and TV shows. And I will honestly say like, not to like shoot at him, but like just kind of like lower budget, um, not no like blockbuster yet. I'm not saying he's not capable of that. I feel like he is a good actor from what I've seen in the movies that I've watched him in, as well as the TV series. Um, but I just want to make that clear. So you probably see him in, like on BT type of movies, BT plus, um, as well as maybe even Lifetime, probably. And look, I love a good Lifetime movie, so no shot to him. I just want to paint the picture of the t- the caliber of acting he's done so far that we've seen of him. Doesn't mean that he can't do anything greater. Of course he can. But anyway, I just want to make that very clear as I get into this uh, this discussion here. It's kind of, I guess, uh, trigger warning or um, however you want to disclaim it. So he is coming forward and sharing his experience in um, Hollywood for many years now. He has been sexually harassed, according to what he has been saying and the, the description of what he's been through. Christian Keats is a Black actor, by the way, Black male actor. Very handsome, light skin, um, low fade. Um, how else I describe him? But I'm gonna play something of his that he actually was bold enough to share on his social media platform, particularly I believe it's his Instagram. And though he did not say the direct name of the individual who has been harassing him. He is very descriptive in the situations and the circumstances in which he was harassed and intimidated at the time. And I don't know if he gets into the time frame, like as far as the year, the location, but he describes a particular moment in which he is approached at his front door by a man who he is claiming has sexually harassed him for some time now and at his door like literally at his front door this man proposes a pitch to him and he basically asks him or says to him look i think it's like late at night too so it's painting the picture Late at night, this guy comes to his door, who he knows, who he's familiar with, who he's worked with, who he is, um, who he actually says he's looked up to as a big bro. So put that all into consideration. It's not some stranger, not like a random, no, someone who he has had a relationship with as far as camaraderie, um, a mentor of some sort in the industry. So this guy approaches him at his front door, 
at a nighttime hour and ask him if he could strip for him, like strip completely naked. I don't know if he like wanted a strip dance per se, but he wants, he requested for him to strip for him naked and just stand there naked as this man just gawks at him in lustful nature. Um, Christian Keys says that, uh, nigga, what? <laughs> We're like, oh, oh, this is the pivotal part here. So not only, so he requests that, and then he goes on to say, do it for, I'll give you $100,000 for, for this to be done, for this request to be fulfilled. Could you please? Um, so let's get into that. I'm, I'm painting, obviously, the picture. I kind of told you what it was, but he gets into more detail. And I want to um, give him justice by allowing him the floor. So let me go ahead and share my screen. So again, if you are only listening to this on audio, I encourage you to check out the YouTube video built like this pod or BLT pod. And you can also look at the links in the show notes. You'll see all the links for this podcast's um, social media outlets. So please, 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 if you're not already, make sure you are subscribed, you are liking the video, you are engaged and continuously engaging in the content. All of that is your way of showing appreciation. And I am thanking you in advance for doing that. So let's get into this video here. Christian Keys is sharing his experience. Now, it's actually a four-part video. In this video, I'm going to like stop in between as best as I can and kind of break it down. So it's six minutes total, but I don't know if we have to go through the whole thing. So let's just go ahead and play this real quick. Um, good evening. hope everybody's doing amazing. Um, I am, I've been speaking to my brother about making a declaration of my experience. Um, what I experienced with certain powers that be that were moving inappropriately. And I really... Like it's in my bone marrow to discuss that because thankfully God built me the way that he built me, but I, I'm not sure, you know, based on this person's claims and, and brags, um, that he's literally got at the same time this person was sexually sexually harassing me for years he said for years um, y'all he was claiming you know that he had multiple young black men on the payroll and they just had to show up when he was when he requested them to be there and Clearly, that's why it was, it felt to him that it was okay to say these things. And I, I really, 
I want to have these discussions. I want to be transparent with y'all about that. I've done my best to forgive this person, but it happens. It happens. Um, it's not just women that have to deal with it, but it's also men sometimes. And it'll be men tempting men. And that's why a lot of my posts over the last few years have been about taking the scenic route, you know, taking a long way around because if that means that you can carry your integrity with you, then, and it's 11-11. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another opportunity to connect with you. Um, please forgive my sins, my shortcomings, my bad decisions, and my mistakes. Um, please continue to guide and protect us as only you can. I'm going to pause right there. So... Let's just break that down. Okay. So he reveals in the first two minutes of this video here that he has been sexually harassed by a particular man. And this man felt comfortable to approach Christian Keys because apparently he has a bunch of men on his payroll who he would uh, conveniently engage in sexual acts with and there was an understanding with that um there was a transaction with that probably there was an understanding that hey if you want this role or if you want this promotion if you want this extra pay i would need to see this from you right i would need you to be touching your ankles basically and so that gave him the the balls and the audacity really to then approach Christian Keys with this proposition. Now, Christian Keys is saying how he has been harassed by this man for years. We don't know the exact number on that, but clearly a long enough time to leave an effect, obviously. And this has been something that has been brewing within him so much so that he's been battling with forgiving him and trying to move forward with his life. But as you could hear, he hasn't yet revealed the name of this individual. And I'm hoping in the next few minutes, you guys will hear exactly what I was able to pick up um, in my research. So let's see if it comes up in the next few minutes or seconds, at least. Let's see. Everybody's watching. I'm going to kind of move forward. Presentation. Okay. But there are, there are, um, people that will and have and will continue to, unfortunately, offer these things and some of them are your heroes. Some of them are People who y'all like, oh yeah, such and such is amazing. And he does this and he does that. Yeah, but he also does this and that. I, um, at some point soon, it's going to have to come out. <clears throat> I've kept one of these on me since 05. Um, whether it's a keychain recorder or a pen because most predators would check your phone. 
And so what he just showed, in case you are solely listening to this podcast, he showed a pen, a regular pen that's packaged. It's in this package. And this is just not a regular pen, though it may appear as such because it looks like that on the outside. This pen has a recording in it. I don't know if it's both visual and audio recording, but it has a recording nonetheless. And he's saying how in times when he is interacting with this man who he claims has sexually harassed him for years, he would have on this pen or whatever discreet device on him to record this interaction for a later time for him to use as evidence. So that makes me think of a couple of things, right? It makes me think of your, your being strategic in a good way. I'm not trying to paint him into anything negative, but I think it's about him demonstrating some type of control in this situation, considering that this man is of a upper echelon position in the industry. He may be a gatekeeper. He may be a boule. He may be someone who can create opportunities for many people. And like you said, he has people on his payroll who are actively giving him what he desires lustfully for a, a transaction. There's an understanding with that. So that makes me understand that Christian Keys has to be strategic. He can't just go to the police or, you know, whatever local authority he may have around him to present such claims. He has to have evidence that is staunch and that is reliable for him to receive the justice that he is seeking, right? So I think that is something that is very thoughtful and methodical about him and very smart. Um, now, oftentimes when you are in a position where you are being victimized, whether it goes all the way or I don't know, right? Because we don't know yet if Christian Keys has been violated to the furthest extent of what he's saying here. We just know he said sexual harassment, right? So sexual harassment could look like a number of different things, but from what he says here, the harassment that he experienced, I don't think we even got to that part yet, but we're going to get to it. The harassment that he experienced from this man was him proposing and requesting to see him naked as he watched in exchange for $100,000. Now, let's get into that. We're going to wrap up the, wrap up with this recording of his share out in the next two minutes. So let's take a look or listen. Once the sexual harassment started, I was like, well, I need to, I, I got to protect me because... I'm saying no, and I don't want this person, as powerful as they are, to try to get in the way of my work. So I started recording. So I have them offering me money to take my clothes off. 
I have recordings when I wasn't working with them or for them. Um, I have recordings of them confessing that, you know, the other guys that they have on the payroll, all of the above. Um, and the difference is the wonderful thing about confidentiality agreements and non-disclosure agreements is that they can't prevent you from turning all of those things over to the police because sexual harassment is a crime. Attempted sexual assault is a felony. Good to know. I did not know that. I thought with the NDA or any document as such, the prep, uh, the perpetrator, the predator has the advantage because, oh, well, you signed it, you signed off, whether it was to your knowledge or not, you signed it off. And I thought that would be a protection for the predator. So that is actually a good note. And I hope if anyone is listening who may have had an experience of signing an NDA without your knowledge or with your knowledge, and you may have been harassed or violated by any sort, you still have the power and the position in your hands to go forward and, and, um, you know, let the police know. So, um, that's a nice note to have. Um, so let's listen the rest. Let's listen to the rest of this. And Tams, you literally just asked, why do we as black people have to deal with that? But sometimes it's our own people. Sometimes it's our own heroes. It's the, sometimes it's the very people we deify. And we look up like, oh, they're doing so much. They're doing so much. No, they're also doing this. And my only reservation about naming people you know there was directors along the way like hey you know you read for this that and the other do you want to come back up to the apartment i'm like nah i'm good you got my headshot my resume and i'm good you know if i can handle that or not you know i can kill that but i'm not i don't need to come up to your apartment we already had the audition there's other people that I want to say everything. And my brother was like, nah, not yet. I want to tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Child, it's a lot. And, you know, I think, you know, with Cassie coming forward a few weeks ago, it really helped allowed a lot of people in the industry to build the confidence and come forward with their experiences. And I'm glad that this man here, Christian Keys, has found that confidence within himself to come forward and speak up about this, especially with all the fear mongering that goes along with speaking against the powers that be. I commend this brother and I, I, I hope he is protected. I hope he is well and he will continue to be well. I will send a prayer up for him. Like, I, you know, I still believe in the Lord. 
But, you know, I think all of this is very, is very tricky waters, but oftentimes it's about um, how can you move past that fear, that false evidence appearing real situation? How can you move past that and stand up for yourself in a way that is needed? in a way that's strategic, because unfortunately you have to be strategic in these matters. You can't just come forward and say, I was violated. I was this or that. You have to be mindful of the powers that be and figure out ways to cut around that, to really cut them loose, to really tear them down. So with Cassie, she she created a snowball effect. So I know I initially, and you know, many people got on her or just was a little confused with her quickly settling and taking the money rather than pursuing her allegation and experience with Diddy further into a point where it could get him the criminal charges that he deserves. She decided to get the money instead but, you know, understanding that civil course, um, a civil case and a criminal case are totally different things. And at the very least, that is a level of justice that she got. But I think the bigger picture here is the more people coming forward, coming out and sharing their their experiences it's a way to really pull down the wool, right? It's a way to just shine a light on those who are or who have been victimized and to hopefully put a stop to the predators and their devilish ways. Let's listen to this next video here. It's going to have to happen. I'm interested to see which peers are mad at me because it may interfere with their work. This audio is kind of low. So I'll just pause there. Um, so he is planning to come forward um, and take this further, you know, beyond the video that he has shared with us just now. He is planning to take this further. However it happens and however he does that, at that point, we'll hear exactly who he is referring to as this powerful man who's been sexually harassing him. Now, the theories have already come up, right? <laughs> one thing about the internet, one thing about Twitter in particular, the theories are going to come in a quickness. And the the um, accusation or the theory that people have is the sexual predator could be allegedly Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Um, or billionaire Robert Smith, who is the, one of the first black billionaires in America or in the world. Um, and the reason why Robert Smith is mentioned here is, uh, what's his name? Christian Keys mentioned in his video that this person pays for many HBCUs, grad, uh, grads, uh, tuition and student loans, yada, yada, yada. And Robert Smith 
has done that. So that is the connection there. Who knows? But there's a lot of pressure and attention that's being had and planted on Tyler Perry because of the relationship, the work relationship that they've had earlier on in Christian Key's career. Now, I'm going to go to the Christian Key's IMDb because I'm saying that because I remember him particularly from the Medea movies, back when it was a Medea movie, back when it was just like Medea, right? Um, he was in a lot of her movie, her, but you know, Medea, her, that's what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, he was in the earlier movies of Medea. So one of the movies, both of the movies actually, so there's Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Christian Keats was in that movie. And the movie Medea Goes to Jail. This took place in 05 and 06, respectively. Okay. So you have these two movies, however long it took to, to audition, land the role, film, promote, and then do it again with another movie, right? That could have been during the time in which he experienced this sexual harassment from from um from this man from allegedly who knows you know from allegedly Tyler Perry who knows if that's true I really I can't say neither here nor there I just think <laughs> I think it could be I I do um you know Tyler Perry I've always thought he was on the other side, right? You know, despite him having a child by a woman and claiming that he was in a relationship with this woman for seven years, and this woman's like an exotic woman, like a non-black woman type of woman. And I remember when I first learned of Tyler Perry being in a relationship with this woman and having a baby and this happening, like, without a marriage, right? This was during the time in which Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry introduced to us as this Christian uh, play writer. And like, he had this, this uh, label to him naturally because of the movies that he created, because of the plays that he created, they were all focused on the gospel, the word, black church, you know, protocols like that. So for him to be out here having a baby and not married, it just was interesting because he didn't really address it. It was just like, yeah, I'm having a baby. Okay. This is my girl. Like what? <laughs> uh, so they never was married, but they were together allegedly for a few years. I want to say seven years. That whole period, I just did not buy it. I just felt like, okay, child, like, I don't know if this is a real relationship. I don't know if he is like, I don't know if they're really together, but they do they do share a child. So who knows? Nonetheless, nonetheless, you um I still felt like he's still like he's on the like he's a little, you know. He's a homie, you know, homie. <laughs> He's a homosexual. Like, I just feel like he was on the other side, dead ass. And I still feel the same way. But he just hasn't obviously come forward. So we don't know that for sure. 
But my suspicions are I'm not alone, okay? And apparently, according to an episode from The Boondocks, now, I haven't watched The Boondocks in years. I used to watch that show, not, like, loyally, was that or loyally, um, but not, you know, not with such loyalty, right? I just would catch a, an episode or two. But apparently, there's an episode of The Boondocks titled Pause. And, you know, pause is a word that is often used in the Black community amongst Black men if and when they happen to say something that is borderline homosexual, they want to make sure they cover their asses, pun intended, with the word pause to indicate I'm not gay, don't do that gay shit around me type thing, right? So it's very um, apropos for the episode to be called pause. And in this episode, you have a breakdown of a figure of of a character that is very similar to Tyler Perry and basically this this character presents this persona of being Christ-centered, Christian, you know, uses gospel and Christian rhetoric for malicious reasons to really garner attention, garner followers, but really he's pushing out a demonic agenda. And this episode was so spot on, allegedly or apparently, to the actual doings, the actual alleged doings of Tyler Perry, so much so that he had a way to make sure this show or this episode did not get released or cannot be shown on TV. So it's banned from being shown on TV. You could watch it, like if you try to stream it or if you, you know, try to find it on your own accord. But as far as it playing like on Cartoon Network or Comedy Central, like on, on a loop on TV, you can't find that. But I have heard that it it's actually on HBO, well, Max, um, which is formerly known as HBO Max. I, I, I've learned that, I've heard that it's there. So I may, I may check it out and see what's going on. But Ciao. I did not plan to really talk about that topic for this episode, but here we are. And it's just, this is a lot. It just really um, shines a light, opens more doors to the demonic Illuminati, devilish, Hollyweird stuff that is going on in these Hollywood streets. And I want more people to come out. Like, let's shine a light on this in a negative way, right? Let's let's expose this for what it is so that the powers that be no longer have this, um, this like, power and this illusion of power, essentially, over their victims or their soon-to-become victims if we continue to be silent during this time. So shout out to Christian Keys. I hope he is protected and taken care of. And he also revealed in his video that he has all the recordings saved, backed up. Like he has a secured system to protect his evidence. So I wish he didn't like say all of that anyway, but I guess he has a a method or a system in place that is even more protected. So who knows what, how it's protected or if anyone else knows about 
like the details of his protection. Um, so we'll see about that. But I wish him well, and I am proud that he decides to come forward. And uh, let's see how things unfold. Anyway, you all, thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you are enjoying this podcast, this Podmas series, 12 Days of Podmas. And I will check in with you all tomorrow. Goodbye.